Good afternoon. I'm Bishop Kenny Townsend, along with my wife, Minister Milton Townsend. And you're now tuned in to Moments of Inspiration, Perfecting the Saints, right here on KAYT. Sit back and enjoy the Word of God. To take a stand. Not knowing I'd lose my best friend But I'd rather, I'd rather live right Than in hell lift up my eyes All God's children just stand Tell somebody, say you stand Stand for holiness. Praise the Lord. Praise you the Lord and all of his host. And thank you, thank you. Thank you for tuning in to another session of Moments of Inspiration, Perfecting the Saints. Right here on your real love station, KAYT 88.1 FM, 92.5 FM Shreveport, 98.9. FM Monroe, I'm your host, Bishop Kenny Townsend, along with my beautiful wife, Minister Mildred Townsend, and I tell you what, together we bring to you the Moments of Inspiration Outreach Ministry, a ministry that is especially formulated to minister to the whole man, primarily in the body of Christ, in these end times, that's right, preparing God's people with the end time message to let you know that the Lord Jesus Christ is soon to come. As I often share with you, if the good man of the house knew what hour the thief was coming, he would not have suffered his house to be broken up into. As I often tell people all the time, when there's a tornado, when there is a national disaster or calamity, it's no time to make preparations to uh, plan your vacation. Get your portfolio together. Uh-uh. You, you need to be running for your life. You know, the old saints of God used to sing a song that said, I'm running for my life. If anybody asks you, <laughs> what's the matter with me? Just tell them I'm saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, water baptized. I got Jesus on my mind and I'm running for my life. I'm running so that I can keep myself free from the things that will be coming upon the face of this earth. That I might be counted worthy to escape the judgment and the impending things that are unfolding each and every day. As I said before, Satan is a master deceiver. He is a con artist. His agenda and assignment is to keep you focused on distractions. Yes, that's right. When we look at the lateness of the hour, uh, his assignment is to distract us. And if he can keep us uh, distracted with, 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 with superficial things, things that are not even pertaining to what God wants us to, to know about, as I said before, again, in the days of Noah, there were many distractions. There was raping, robbing, killing, murdering, and all type of things unfolding. But you know what? Noah's assignment and agenda was to stay focused on getting up out of there. God was sending judgment upon the earth. And brothers and sisters, when we look around, we are going through certain judgment. Many of us just don't know it yet. That's right. We're, we're in cataclysmic times. We're, we're, we're going through times right now, amen, uh, but we just don't know what we're going through. But nevertheless, brothers and sisters, we're going to share a scripture with you, and amen, go before the Lord, amen, in prayer, because uh, the Bible says men ought to always pray and to not faint. 
the Bible says in the book of First Thessalonians, chapter number five, starting at verse number one, but of the times and seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord cometh as a thief in the night. Verse number three, and when they shall say unto you peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. I've shared the readings coming from the book of First Thessalonians, written by the Apostle Paul, warning the church at Thessalonica, they got to stay focused. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you today, O God, giving you thanks and praising you, Lord God. Lord, we're thanking you for blessing us to see another day that was never seen before in the history of our existence. And there will never be another day like this one, Lord, because this is the day that you have made. It cannot be duplicated. It cannot be copied in any fashion, form, or manner. You have the copyrights to this day, and anything else would be considered an infringement. Father, we ask in the name of Jesus that you look upon those that are downtrodden, those, Lord God, that feel as though they are the underdog today. We ask in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you just pour out blessings upon those. And, Lord, those that believe, increase their belief. And those that are operating in unbelief, Father, help them to come up to the place in their life where they no longer believe, but they know. Father, we ask that you bless every leader that is commissioned by you to have a solid foothold and stand in the things concerning our Lord Jesus Christ and your coming, O Lord. Help us to stay focused. Help us, Lord God, to stay fixed on knowing that you are soon to return and that, Lord, as we enter into more devastating times, that you will seal us by the power of your Holy Ghost. O Lord God, that you will find us worthy to escape the things that will be coming upon the face of this earth. For even the Apostle Paul said in his writings also, Lord, he said, if this gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. Father, we are praying for those that might be functioning in that season of being lost. Oh, God, that you will have mercy. And we stand in the gap now and ask you, Lord God, to have mercy upon them. Open up their eyes to see before it is too late. And count them worthy of the things that your word has declared for these end times. These blessings we ask and we call done even now in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, brothers and sisters, we thank and praise God for you. Thank you for tuning in to another session of Moments of Inspiration, Perfecting the Saints with Bishop Kenny Townsend and Minister Mildred. And we just thank and praise God for you, you and you, those of you, amen, our brothers and sisters uh, on Facebook. We thank and praise God for you tuning in. And uh, again, amen, we just thank God for you, your testimonies, your encouragement, and everything that you do. Uh, if you don't uh, have a way to listen. Again, we always give the admonition. You can always catch us on the World Wide Web by going to kaytfm.com and listen. Hit the listen live button. Amen. And you can get us. Those of us, uh, you can hit us up on uh, Facebook. That's right. You can hit Bishop Kenny Townsend up if there's got any questions or anything of that nature. All you got to do is go to Facebook, look up Bishop Kenny Townsend or uh, Mildred Townsend. Either one. Amen. We're working together as uh, modern day Aquilas and Priscilla, sharing the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And that's what it's all about. Paul saluted them in their work in the gospel. Notice I said he saluted them, not him. 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 He saluted them and the church that was in their house, not his house, their house, not his house, their house, not his house, their house. They shared together in 
the ministry. And so do I and Minister Mildred. We are not governed by organization. We're not governed by denomination. We are governed solely by the word of God. And that's what God wants us to understand. God wants us to understand. It is no time out, amen, to be a part of pimpistry, but it is time to be a part of ministry. Bishop Townsend, what is pimpistry? Pimpistry is doing what the leader says do instead of doing what the word of God and the Holy Spirit says do. When you're up under pimpistry, you're made to feel like a, a prostitute out on the street. And all she's made to do is to please her pimp. And they come in all different fashion forms and manners. Yes, that's right. But Jesus the Christ taught equality. And he taught his disciples and he taught his followers this important factor. He said, these signs shall follow the bishops and the apostles only. No. Shall follow the missionaries and the evangelists. No. Shall follow the deacons and the motherboard. No. These signs shall follow them that believe. I need to hear somebody say in the spirit right now, hey, Bishop, I'm one of them. Jesus taught equality, that the body of Christ may maximize the spiritual gift that Jesus left in the personification of the Holy Ghost. And if you're not functioning in that capacity, then you're probably up under pimpistry and not ministry. You're probably up under pimpistry and not ministry. And that's the reason why, amen, you need to be brought to a clearer understanding. And Bishop Townsend, along with a man, Apostle Sheila Wadi, would like to invite you to leave Pimpistry and understand what it is to be in ministry. A conference that has been especially formulated with you in mind, that's right, my brothers and sisters, in conjunction with God's Church of Alexandria, pastored by Apostle Sheila Wadi, they're hosting their 2013 conference entitled Leaving the Buzzards and Flying with the Eagles. Kind of sounds like you're going to be leaving pimpistry and truly on your way to ministry. It's going to be convening July the 5th and 6th, 2013, at the Wesley United, I'm sorry, Wesley Methodist Conference Center, 2350 Methodist Parkway in Woodworth, Louisiana. Your guest speaker for both nights, which will be Friday and Saturday, 7 o'clock p.m. Bishop Townsend, that's right, yours truly, K-A-Y-T's very own, will be there sharing in the Word of God, and I'm excited about it. I'm excited because, amen, it will be a rhema word. It will be a right now season word for God's people. Amen. Especially those that are ready to leave the buzzards and fly with the eagles. And on Saturday night, the illustrious Apostle Samuel Smith of Monroe, Louisiana, will be making his appearance there to share in the Word of God also. This is going to be a dynamic conference to pastors, leaders, praise worshipers. You're given the VIP invitation to come out and be a part of this fantastic two-day conference that's taking place at the, <clears throat> at the Wesley Methodist Conference Center, 2350 Methodist Parkway in Woodworth, Louisiana. And this is in conjunction with God's Church of Alexandria, pastored by Apostle Sheila Wadi. Now, if you need more information concerning the conference, uh, the contact numbers are uh, 318-451-0692 or 318-792-6898. And again, I'm excited about it. I'm inviting all of my brothers and sisters to come be a part of this spectacular conference that's going to be convening on July the 5th and the 6th. That's Friday and Saturday evening at 7 o'clock p.m. 
certainly giving you the VIP invitation to come. Amen. All denominations are welcome. All seats are absolutely free. All you need to do is come with a willing heart and a made up mind to receive what God has for you and the transformation in the Holy Ghost that will help transform you and to get you away from the buzzards and to take your rightful place with the Eagles. Also, they have a, uh, a World Christian Education Center, too. Okay, And so those numbers that I gave you, you can call concerning about that. If you're thinking about furthering your education, uh, you can get a earn an honorary uh, associate's degree or, or an honorary uh, bachelor of science degree or master's degree uh, in theology. Amen. And they can help you with that. They're providing quality, affordable Christian education. And the school is fully accredited through the Trans World Accrediting Commission. So those numbers that I shared with you, you can call and you can make preparations to get in school to further your theological education. On that note, we thank and praise God for you, you and you. We have been in the arena of perfecting God's people. One of the things that God's people have to understand is that when Jesus Christ left the earth, before he left the earth, he, he wanted, to, he wanted to, to make sure that the apostles got it right. He wanted to make sure that they understood. And he went to his chief spokesperson. And when he went to the chief spokesperson, everybody know who the chief spokesperson was. That was, uh, that was uh, Peter. And if you'll briefly go with me to the book of John, the 21st chapter, I'm going to share something with you, what he left with Peter, because he understood that after his departure, he could quickly go from ministry to pimpistry. He understood that. And he wanted to make sure that Peter, with clarity and understanding, knew his assignment and knew the magnitude as to how he would bring it about. He had already given him the keys to the kingdom, but he wanted to make sure that Peter thoroughly understood what was needed and the instructions that he last left with Peter. He said these words in chapter 21 and 13. And if you go there with me, it says this. It says in this like manner, 21 and 13, Jesus then cometh and taketh bread and giveth them fish likewise. Now this, this now is the third time that Jesus showed himself to his disciples after that he was risen from the dead. Number 15, so when they had dined, Jesus said unto Simon Peter, and listen to this very carefully what he tells Simon Peter because he understands that when the church gets started, he's telling Peter this before the church started on the day of Pentecost, but he knew that afterwards, what was going to take place. He knew that there's a beginning stage, there's an intermediate stage, and there's an advanced stage as we operate in the things of God. And just like any mother, it is very crucial that the first hours of the birth of a child is crucial. That child needs special attention. That child needs to be nurtured and cared for in such a way for even nature itself teaches us that immediately, even after animals give birth, they're nurturing their babies. And Jesus wanted to give it to Peter so that he would understand that after the birth of the church, I want you to be able to give them what they need, Simon Peter. And listen to the revelation knowledge that Jesus shares with Peter because he understood the magnitude of how the church would be established. We got too many people coming in wanting to be at the top. It doesn't work that way. We got a lot of people that want to come in. They've been in church two weeks. They've been saved a year. But they're still novice material. Here's what he began to share with them. Verse number 15, I'm sorry, number 
15, he said, so when he had dined, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? He said unto him, yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. Listen to what he starts off, the first admonition that he shares with him. Feed my lambs. There is a difference between a lamb and a sheep. Just as much as there is difference between a boy and a man, a girl and a woman, a baby and a young boy. Feed my lambs. When they first enter into conversion, into the church, when they first surrender their hearts, life, and magnitude of their soul-cleansing salvation into the hands of Jesus, they are considered lambs. I don't care how prestigious the church is. I don't care how big it is. I don't care how much it functions. When we lead a person to the Lord Jesus Christ, they are a lamb. The old saints used to call them baby saints. But notice he gives Peter the admonition, feed my lambs. You can't feed a lamb what you feed a sheep. That baby lamb is dependent upon the milk of his mother. And Jesus wanted to make sure that Peter got it right. You can't give grown folks food to little children. Isn't it strange and ironic that as soon as they get into church, we don't want to treat them as little lambs? That's the difference between pimpistry and ministry. As soon as they get in the church, we want to build their pocketbook overnight. We want to make them spiritual giants overnight. Oh, my God. We're talking about blessings and prosperity and all of those things. And little lambs don't need to function on that right now. That's the difference between pimpistry and ministry. We don't want to get them solid in the things of Christ, knowing, amen, that one thing about it, when children are first born into the lamb fold and the wolves come around, the first thing that they spot out is the weak, the small, and the unprotected. And so we protect them when it comes to getting their money. But when it comes to growing them up in the things of Christ, we write them off especially if they're not able to function, monetarily speaking. It is a sad day within the confines of the body of Christ when the babies come in and we try to grow them up and turn them into spiritual, financial giants overnight. That, my friend, that, my sister, that, my brother, is what we call pimpistry and not ministry. Because it is so crucial that when a child of God begets converted in the things of Christ. We have to help them understand that there are forces that are trying to come back against them and to get them to go back into a world of debauchery. That is why Jesus said in the book of Matthew that when the unclean spirit goes out of a man, it goes through dry places seeking for rest and finding none. It says, I will go back to where I came from. Many of the sheep will be leaving addictions of crack. They will be leaving addictions of prostitution, homosexuality. They will be leaving addictions and the spirits that have cast off of them are still standing around lurking to get back. And we have forgotten what the master alchemist said. The spirit says, I will go back home to where I came from. And then not only does he say that, he goes through dry places looking for rest. And that's why it is important that we shield the sheep 
We shield the lamb, so to speak, until they are able to fend for themselves, till they understand what it means about spiritual deliverance, till they thoroughly understand what it really means about deliverance and spiritual warfare. They don't understand that there are demonic forces operating in high places. They don't understand as sheep that many of them have been a part of generational curses that have been passed on. Many of them did not understand when they went to the root worker, when they went to the witch doctor that told them, amen, to take the boiled egg and put it in water, that they were opening themselves up to demonic influence. Feed my lambs. And when you feed them, you won't have to say, give me $500 and I can get this curse off of you. When you feed the lambs, you won't have to tell them, okay, send me $1,000 and you'll never have to worry about your daughter or son going to jail again. Feed my lambs the truth. Let them know that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Let them know that I will be standing in the gap for you. Let them know that I'm here to nurture you and to pray for you and to stand in the gap until you can stand on yourself. You see, this thing is just like a man that has been rendered unconscious. And those of us that are skilled in the arena of CPR know that, look, we cannot sustain life for them. But if they are unconscious, if they are not breathing, if their heart is not beating, we can perform CC CPR. We can massage that heart until the rhythmic sensation and beating of that heart comes back again. And if they are not breathing on their own, we can give them what is called resuscitation. We can breathe for them until the rhythmic and the cycle of automatic breathing kicks back in. Should not we do that with the baby sheep? A baby sheep is tender. They are innocent. They don't know what you know. And shame on those that take advantage of the baby sheep. You see, that's the problem what Simon the sorcerer wanted to do. Simon the sorcerer, again in the book of Acts, if you go to chapter 9, go there with me. I want to show something with you because that's the difference between pimpistry and ministry. Ministry wants to prepare you for what the enemy has in store for you. Pimpistry wants to keep you in the dark. Pimpistry wants to keep you subservient to what I say. Tempestry wants to put you in an arena to where as when you go against the grain of what I say, though I might be living in sin myself, Tempestry says, touch not mine anointed and do my prophet no harm. That's what Tempestry says. But ministry says, as the Apostle Paul, follow me as I follow Christ. If my going about are not Christ-like, then get your hat and scat. Don't you follow me? Because the blind cannot lead the blind. We'll all fall into this. But pimpistry says, be patient with me too. God is not through with me yet, my sister, my brother. Pimpistry say, we all trying to get there together. But ministry says... That he that desireth the office of a bishop desireth a good work. It says that he must have his house in full gravity. And if he know not how to provide for his house, how can he provide for the house of God? That's what ministry says. Ministry says that the works that I do, as Jesus said, you shall do also and greater works. But pimpistry says, honor me the man of God. But ministry says, don't honor the man of God, honor the God that's in the man. Pimpistry. 
versus ministry. The book of Acts chapter 9 says, but there was a man called Simon, which before time in the same city used sorcery. Many of God's people up under sorcery and don't know it. They are up under the spell of witchcraft. And we're living in a society now where it's being widely spread. Oh, yes, you can be hypnotized and don't know it, my brother, my sister. You can be dramatized. Let me show you how it operates. When you go to a movie, if you went to a movie, have you noticed have you noticed in a movie that if you sat there uh, years ago, they knew that the movie was considered dry? And so they had to suck your whole conscious mentality into it. How did they do that? They begin to incorporate movie. You saw the Ten Commandments that when Moses got ready to uh, part the Red Sea, had they just showed that movie segment alone, it would have been most boring to you. But they knew how to lure you in. They knew how to get your full attention. For when he came up to the Red Sea, then the orchestra began to play do 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 like something magnificent and magnificent and fantastic and phenomenal was about to take place. Well, when it comes to pimpistry, pimpistry now operates in the same magnitude. It operates in a way to get your conscious mind off of Christ and what you're seeing. The apostle Peter had to address the issue because Simon the sorcerer was involved in pimpistry and he said he used sorcery bewitching the people of Samaria, giving himself out that he was some great one. And the Bible says, to whom they all gave heed from the greatest to the least, saying, this man is the great power of God. You see why it's important for sheep to be fed. A baby will eat from anybody's hand. A baby don't know. They have to be taught. That's the difference between a sheep and a lamb. But when Simon saw that the laying on of hands was done through the apostles, he came to them also and said, give to me. Let me first, let me give you some money so I can increase my pimpstry. I got to find a new marketing skill so that I can market my ministry and take it to a higher level. Pimpstry versus ministry. I've forgotten that Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. But so what we've got now, we are not. Preaching the gospel, we are marketing, or for a choice of letter words, lesser words, we're selling Jesus. We have found ways to incorporate entrepreneurial skills inside the church. Pimpistry versus ministry. And I know somebody saying, thank you, God, for Bishop Townsend. But I assure you there are more I am not Elijah in a cave, and I'm not the only one who has the backbone to tell the truth of what the enemy is doing in these last and evil days. For God has a remnant that is willing to stand and is not afraid. For they have declared and decreed that if it cost them their life to give God's people what they know that they need, they know one thing. To be absent in the body truly means to be in the presence of Christ. And sometimes we do desire to leave from this earthly tabernacle, but it is expedient that we remain for your good. Preachers that are out there 
Start practicing what you preach. Don't tell the people to do as I say, not as I do. You are not fit to lead God's people when you are doing that. I know. Poor lamb, you've been taught, but he ain't nothing but a man too. But the Bible said to him that has much, much is required. And since I have taken the foresight to be an overseer in the household of God, then it is imperative that I must step up to the plate and do what the word of God commissioned me to do, or I too can end up like the patriarch Moses who will get right to the door and don't get into the promised land. That's how serious it is. Hey, listen, I love you with the love of the Lord, and I shall be around the station, and I shall stand in proxy to pray with you. And if you too need salvation, it is available. That's right, Jesus he died to set the captive free. And he has men and women. And since the day of Pentecost, yes, we got a lot of test tube babies that have been born. There is a perfect way and there is a permissive way. And the ways of the Lord is perfect and they change not. And so, brothers and sisters, I love you. I'll be around. If you need prayer, you can call me at 662 704 06. Three zero. Until next time, this is Moments of Inspiration. Get out of pimpistry and get back to ministry. And for holiness. Praise the Lord. We pray that this broadcast has been a blessing to you. And if it has, you can correspond with us by simply writing us at 111 Cloverdale Road, Natchez, Mississippi, 39120. That is 111. Cloverdale Road, Natchez, Mississippi, 39120. And those of you that need prayer, you can call right now at area code 662 